Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of the Philosopher's Stone podcast, because guess who's in the same room as me? Sam Laboon. <laughs> ah, me. Yes. So, I don't know why he was made the, the trip all the way from Toronto. He's visiting for a bit. We've already been doing all sorts of debaucherous and fun things in our beautiful city of Kelowna, BC. And we also have our very first guest, my roommate and hilarious oh stand up comedian, Andrew Crone, everybody. Oh my God. Yeah. Thank Woo. you so much for having me in studio. He's going to learn oh, about some philosophical ideals from our resident philosophy major over here, Mr. Sam Boone has two, not one, but two Harvard-adjacent degrees in the subject, so he's not just some asshole talking about philosophy. He knows what he's talking about, but he's going to be talking to two assholes today. I can't wait to feel dumber than I already feel. Yes, did. and that, to add to our stupidity, we, for the namesake of this podcast, are going to get stoned. I'm pretty stoned already. Okay, well. I'll do it again. Yeah, I'm like perma-fried. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I seriously am afraid that sometimes I am perma-fried. Hey, it's better than uh, being like temporarily fried. I don't know about that, man. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense to me. But I do know that I sound a lot more intoxicated on podcasts when I listen to them than I feel when I record them, which is worrisome to me. Hmm. But that being said, let's spark this motherfucker, and uh, why don't we talk about some shit that we... Yeah, here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lighter. Fire. I've heard uh, I've heard that life is like fire. Okay, it's yeah. starting already, oh, man. It's already started? <laughs> <laughs> is this the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. He sneaks in some very, very sly segues sometimes and leads right into the lesson. Watch this. How is life like fire, though? I want to know. As long as it has fuel, it will continue to spread. <laughs> he had an answer. Holy it shit. Sounds like it's from a movie, honestly. Well, why don't we talk about our weekends? I know, Andrew, I don't know what you did this weekend. Me and Sam went camping in Enderby. Did the, the Enderby Canal float. Did I, some uh, magic mushrooms. And uh, it was quite the uh, quite the, relax- the peak of my summer, very, I would say, that yeah, float. Very consciousness expanding. Yeah. I helped my grandmother move, so I'll just let you guys talk about your weekend. <laughs> oh, that sounds fucking stupid. Help her move like her, her legs don't work? Yeah. <laughs> she just had to go to the store, but she needed help moving. <laughs> it's a noble quest. So that was two days out of my life. Yeah. But you were also high on mushrooms, I assume. Uh, yeah. yeah, I had a few caps. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It really helps you understand the human body. It makes it move easier. Oh, whenever I take shrooms, I feel like I'm in like a mech suit. Like, like <laughs> the only part of me that matters is like sitting in my head, and then the, the body is just like this robot. That I, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty much, much how, it, how it is, man. Yeah. So when you're on shrooms, you just feel how it actually is. I feel. Like. Mm. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> that is some legal recreational marijuana. If the body is merely a vessel for your yeah. soul and your thoughts. Well, man, it's great because that was actually the topic I wanted to do today was consciousness. Okay. Well, I thought we tried this one already. Like you, and like I you brought it. that up on purpose. <laughs> Did we do consciousness already? Well, I don't remember what we've done. But I remember a few episodes ago, you accidentally broke my brain, and then you ended up being like, oops, I explained it wrong. I was like, okay, good, because I was fucking so lost. Oh, yeah, David Hume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's messed up. Mr. Hume. Whom? Hume. 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 <laughs> That guy's like face he... <laughs> pisses me off. Andrew, I'm going to show you this guy's face and tell me that this oh. guy isn't a pretentious douche. He's the smuggest 
looking person who's ever lived. David Hume. Hume, do you say his name? Hume. Hume. To Hume, do I write this To Hume, <laughs> he probably is the one that corrects people on that all the time. Hume. He would probably introduce himself as that. He would probably say, like, I'm David I think he Hume. meant Hume. Oh, this is like an old-ass guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was Smart as a motherfucker. I was expecting a picture from, like, the 60s or something. <laughs> no. The 1960s, not the 1760s. This guy was so smart, he was blowing minds all the way back and yeah. whatever he Whenever they like, wore the frilly white haircut. <laughs> it looks like Caleb Campbell without a beard. Yeah. <laughs> he does a little bit. Straighter nose, though. Scottish, yeah. Uh, he's mostly yeah. looking at his multiple chins. Yeah. Oh, he's got some great chins. But he's not, does he not look like the smuggest asshole that's ever walked the planet? He just he looks like he knows he's smarter than Well, I think everybody. you can look at a painting of anyone from back then and they look like a smug asshole. But look yeah, at those true. eyes, man. Look at those eyes. Them yeah. eyes. Didn't even bother to open him all the way no, for the he, portrait. Yeah, yeah. I like the one of him wearing like a 1930s woman's shower towel. <laughs> yeah. towel thing. Yeah, whatever that is. I guess if you were getting yourself painted in that time, you'd probably have to be like pretty wealthy, and then you'd be pretty smug. That's I mean, true. This guy never really worked a day in his he's life. He's probably wealthier than the painter, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Looking at him like he's a piece of shit. I mean, even when he was broke, he was living off of his allowance in France. Just living the life. What was his major contribution again? Refresh me. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm trying to to recall it. Oh, okay. Major flaws recording these podcasts stoned is I barely remember any of them. Oh, yeah. But I do remember that smug look on his face. He was the guy who realized something about morality. Fuck. God damn it. That was one. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the dog, like, kicking the dog. Like, how do you know that's wrong is to beat a dog? How do you know it's wrong? Yeah. Yeah. He distinguished different types of of knowledge and basically knowledge of things that are necessarily true. Like, all triangles have three sides. How do you know that? Well, because that's just what triangles have to be. They have to have three sides to be a triangle. And you know know it's sunny out no matter what your opinion on it is. But a man kicking a dog, you don't know. There's... It's not as easy. You can't just say you know that that's wrong. Right. You don't, you can't check it with your senses. You don't know it's necessarily true. It's just, it's a sentiment. It's a a feeling. Right. Basically. But it's based on certain considerations. Like how good is that dog to its neighbors? Like how useful is this dog to the community? If this is a mean, rabid dog, then you won't think it's wrong to kick it. Yeah. If this dog is useful to people and helps people, then you feel like it's bad to kick. Also, a big part of it is how society you live in views dogs and treatment of dogs. Because if everybody is going around kicking every dog, then in that society, they're probably not going to think it's that bad. So Mm. subjective. I must have high morality, because if I was being chased by a rabid dog, I would probably stop to try and pet it. (laughs) And then just let it kill me. (laughs) I wouldn't kick a dog no matter what. You probably would. I wouldn't. If it was biting you, I would let it do. I would let it do. I would, you're like, it, you know, what I just boy. watched is Grizzly Man. You're like that guy. Just <laughs> okay, bear, but a grizzly is not him. a dog. So <laughs> let have, it do what it wants. If it was a grizzly, yeah, I'd probably kick it in the in the fucking teeth. But if it was a dog, I would just, I would, I would. Uh, you just let it eat you. Oh, well, I always have treats on me, so I'd probably just throw a bag of treats. <laughs> What if it was personal? <laughs> Why would it be personal? Would I do kick a dog? No, because I wouldn't do that. Who knows what the dog takes personally, man? 
Oh man, I wish I could uh, see the world from a dog's perspective. They seem to be generally a lot more satisfied and content with life. They're the right level of intelligence to enjoy life. That's they what always I think. want more, though. Like that's one thing is like they always want more treats, more snacks. It doesn't always want more, though. That's true. Um, yeah, we're also like that. We always want more. I more think they're happy enough to enjoy the pleasures of life and be aware that they're enjoying it, but they're not smart enough to really like have ex- existential crisis of any sorts. Oh yeah, okay. Like yeah. that is the that in that if it came to like happiness, peak happiness is the goal of evolution. Then I think they peaked. They were the peak of pets. evolution. Yeah, pets, not yeah. cats. They're kind of miserable. Oh no, like pets. Yeah, some cats are miserable. But dogs specifically seem to be the happiest and aware that they're feeling the pleasure, but also don't have any issues, don't have any problems, yeah. unless they're getting kicked by a crone all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think dogs can have existential crises. Have you ever just like not given them your food and then just watched them just like stare off like what just happened? I don't. I thought I was getting the. <laughs> That's true. But how long does that like, last? Yeah. And how deep does that like? How does that? How deep does that anguish really go? Oh, it lasts about five seconds. I'd yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyways, That's. Uh... We were, that was one contribution. His other main thing was with uh, cause and effect. Right. So, like, his his main, he said, like, okay, right, there are these two things that we know. You can either know things from what you see directly with your senses, or you can know uh, based on, like, necessity. Like, triangles have three sides. Um, it's sunny outside. Yeah, things like that. Um, you can, like, check it with your senses, or you can know it for sure by definition. But then he says, okay, like, what about this idea of cause and effect? Like, the idea that if A did not happen, B would not have happened, right? Like, if, uh, this is if the my thing parents that hadn't met, twisted my brain into a knot, I wouldn't have been born. Those sorts of things. Or, like, one billiard ball hits another and causes it to move. The butterfly effect. Exactly. <laughs> I'm good on that. Um, I'm sufficiently high that I'm already Ashton losing sight of here. Ashton Kutcher Ashton would know. We should have him. This over. whole pool ball thing confused the shit out of me. Okay, so so, so here's what he said. So like, I get, this is what I think you're saying is that you can you can guess that when another when one pool ball hits another pool ball, that the other pool ball is gonna bounce away, right, or roll away, right? Because you've seen it a thousand times before. Mm-hmm. But he's saying that that is not a good enough thing to predict, to be a predictor of okay. something. So there's like a few points wrapped up in it. Um. One point is that, right, like, we have this tendency to, well, first of all, I'll just tell you his conclusion because of how crazy it is. He says, cause and effect, we don't know that. We don't know that A causes B from our senses or from necessity. It's basically just an educated guess. Right. And a hypothesis. Yeah, it's like our (laughs) hypothesis, precisely. (laughs) You should have looked at how proud Andrew was when he said that, man. It looks right at you. I was like, huh? Huh? I'm doing it. <laughs> right in that. with smart people. <laughs> Pick your words and use them at the right moment, man. You'll, you'll fool anyone. I understand what you're saying. Is that it's, so, it's not by definition and it's not, you can't, it's just, you're just, we, I've seen this happen so many times before that yeah. I'm going to expect it to happen every time, although it's not I, as def- yeah. It's not a definite knowing. It's more of a 
Yeah, like he said, edu- super educated yeah, guest. Yeah, you, like uh, like me getting rejected by women. Like, yeah, I've seen it happen enough yes. times. Yeah. I know it's going to happen this time. Yes, but, but you don't but truly David know. Hume would say no. That's no, not I, not I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> See, David Hume would be like, "No, man, you don't know nothing." And I'd be like, "David Hume, you smug bastard! I'm pretty sure I fucking know." <laughs> Dude, well, this guy got laid all the time, according to history books, right? Wasn't he always swindling women at the bar with his intelligence? He was uh, a popular. Convert conversation partner. Conversation partner. Yeah, because he was he was a brilliant to talk to because he knew so much. He wrote like full history books of England. He wrote like all of these books about Oh, so any subject he would just fucking He was a major public intellectual. Never got a job teaching at a university. Just smart for totally a living, man. That's okay. You know what? You deserve academics. to be smug, Hume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be pretty smug yeah. if I had that. Yeah. Idea. But he would say, Andrew, even though out of Ninety-nine out of ninety-nine times I've seen you approach a woman, they've shut you down. You don't know for sure the next one will. Just logically speaking. Yeah, you don't know because. But if you ask him to put his money on it, (laughs) (laughs) he'd be like, "Well, (laughs) well, I might. I'm a a fucking smart guy. I know where to place my money." Yeah. Yeah. But logically, (laughs) what am I betting? We're talking pure logical truth. There's no way you can predict you're going to get shut down again by the next girl. But uh, I do have $100 on you getting shut down. <laughs> yeah. So uh, twist your tongue up or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just keep doing what you normally would do. Yeah. And expect to say, yeah. Bas- yeah. Like, he'd say, like, just because you've always seen the past resemble the future, you don't know that the future will resemble. But I would say it's almost negligible because it's so... Yeah. It's such an educated guess yeah. that it's it's like just on the edge of knowing, you know? It's like it's as close as you yeah. can get to knowing something to be true without it being like a property of its like what would you say before? Like um, an element of its like a oh, triangle yeah. with three sides is like that's it's like an essential part. Essential of its part nature. of it or something you can prove with your senses. It's as close yeah. as you can get to knowing something without those two bosses getting yeah. ticked off. So you, yeah, but you can't you can't know with any certain. You can't know with certainty, right? Basically. But certainty at what level? High, a high level. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like yeah. certainty is like certainty. All right, there are no levels to certainty. Okay, well, enough with Hume. Let's move right, on to yeah. today. So, uh, yes, yeah, so we were going to talk about consciousness. Um, I picked a good episode to sit in on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Consciousness. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. I use that almost every day. <laughs> Only ten percent of it. I try my children. best not to. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Oh, yeah. Being unconscious is being in a dream. Is that is that a, it's a state of consciousness? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what exactly what I was going to say. Is that still being conscious? Um, it depends. Even though you're unaware of what's around you in the physical real world, maybe if you're lucid yeah. dreaming. There's a. Yeah, lucid dreaming is True. a good point. Um, but experiencing things, but not being conscious of them at the same time, but like remembering them, is that like that's that doesn't happen in life? It only happens in like a dream state, doesn't it? Um, the idea of a dream, right? So like the idea is like, what do you need? What needs to be happening for you to consider to be conscious? And one thing could be like having sensory experiences. Yeah, you can't have a sensory experience unless you're conscious. So if so, I, if, if I have a, a dream, yeah, and I wake up, I wasn't conscious but if i have a dream and i come yeah and then i wake up something happened i was conscious is that is that what you're saying yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
And that'll hold up in court, man. Yeah. Yeah, you might not be conscious. You may not have experienced yourself coming, but you were still. Oh, I experienced yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, it's okay. Let's say instead of coming, you murder someone, Ooh. but you were sleeping the whole time. You can't be. I mean, that's why they can't put you in jail, right? Because you're aware. That's criminal responsibility, which is not the same as consciousness. Okay. Because you could be, it's possible you could be conscious, right? But an evil genius is controlling your body. So you're just like feeling like a puppet. Right. He makes you walk around sad. Use the imperious curse from Harry Potter. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. Exactly. Imperious curse. Oh, you know that's that that movie. Uh, what's that one? Fucking where the guy's dead, but they take him to the party and they animate him and they oh, hold him uh, up. Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Imagine if someone was like that, but they weren't dead, but there was two guys holding him up and like making them kill people. Whoa! Murder at Bernie's. Murder, 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 at, murder Bernie's. at Bernie's. Man, that's the sequel. <laughs> Someone's just like. <laughs> But with his He's hand dead. on the knife, He's, He's seeing the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone used Pinocchio, the puppet, to kill? With his the strings. Yeah. 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 I don't want to do it, no. But then his nose grows every time he says that. <laughs> well, I don't want to kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Just holding it up to a guy's chest tied I to a wall. <laughs> I'm sorry about this. <laughs> Just say you want to kill me, please. But I don't. I'm a good boy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't want to kill you. It just grows into his chest. Stop, please. <laughs> 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 Stop playing. <laughs> Holy fuck. What a horrific way to die. <laughs> Killed by a puppet snitch. Yeah. Anyways, I think we derailed you there. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> it's going to happen with me here. No, that's that's probably, that is the point of the podcast, is to, to spark tangents, I feel like. Oh, yeah, I agree. I don't know if we ever actually complete lessons on this thing. No, we never even get close. <laughs> no. <to> <laughs> we, we get into it enough until it sparks a tangent, and then the, the way she goes. I yeah. do pride myself on being able to spark a tangent. Yeah, mm. a couple tangents here and yeah. there. Um, so we were before the tangent talking about consciousness. Conscious was is dreaming conscious? Are you conscious in a dream? Well, I mean, I think it's just a type, different type of consciousness. Because I remember my dream last night. Yeah. I just don't think I have any moral responsibility for what I do in a dream unless I'm lucid. Oh, right, because you don't have control. Yeah, you don't have control, and everything I do, anytime I do something <laughs> bad in a dream, I don't feel anything until after. That's kind of guilty. What? I remember my dream last night, and uh, I just want to say, I don't feel bad about anything unless oh, I'm yeah. lucid. So, uh, what happened? Uh, what happened? Dream? <laughs> Dude, I, in my dreams, I'm, I fucking kill a lot of things. Oh. You kick dogs? I don't kick dogs, no. I still have, like, empathy for, towards people and stuff, but, but a lot of times I'll be, like, attacked or something, and I'll kill someone, mm. and I will, I will, while I'm killing them, I won't feel bad, and then, like, later on in the dream, when people point out I killed someone, I will suddenly be like, oh my god, I killed someone, and I feel like a sense of real dread mm. until I wake up and be like, you know, how nightmares work. <laughs> you wake up next to a body. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did kill someone. Shoot. <laughs> but there's lots of times in dreams I'm just like off the rails doing crazy shit, and then I, I don't know. 
I feel like I'm, it's not my choice. I'm doing right. it. Those Bad boy strokes in his dreams. I'm well, always doing crazy shit. I rip across ravines on a motorcycle. <laughs> I like to do hood rat shit with my friends. Um, yeah, okay, so you don't have responsibility because you didn't have control, but it's possible to be conscious even without having control. That's true. Yeah, so Here. you could still be conscious in a dream even though you don't have control over it, but because you're having all these sensory experiences... You're conscious. Could you, should you feel a sense of guilt or like, do your ethics carry over to a lucid dream? Would you say? Cause like, you know what you're doing, you know, your dream, but you're still getting the thrill of doing all this bad shit. So is that in some way like tainting your fucking spirit? Oh, like do you think even though you're not controlling what you're doing? No, no. In a lucid dream, you can control oh, and what you're doing. In a lucid dream. But, oh, and okay. you can do, and it feels like you're experiencing it in real life. But is that still That's immoral to do stuff like that? And then there's well, like, you're going to get to define it more. That's what I'm saying is like, yeah. you're getting the joy from doing the bad shit, but you're not actually hurting anyone. Yeah. Okay. So if your definite morality is that you should be like a virtuous person yeah, and adhere to certain virtues, yeah, then even in your dream to like deviate from those virtues yeah, under your own control would be, would be a, a a non-virtuous yeah. act. And to so someone that's that virtuous, I say, don't ever fuck with a video game. You need to stay out of virtual reality because we don't need your types in there. We need some, we need, why would you ever want to experience something in like a video game as a virtuous person? Cause you wouldn't yeah. want to kill anyone. Yeah. Isn't that what video games are? That, well, uh, yeah. there, there was a kid that I grew up with and like he would always hang out with me and my other friend, my next door neighbor. And this kid was super sensitive and also super religious. Yeah. He would cry at, like the drop of a hat. Oh, yeah. I knew um, a couple yeah. of those kids. We were playing Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. And he's literally just driving around <laughs> obeying the law. <laughs> Stopping at red lights, yeah. going at green. And me and my friend Landon are like, what are you doing? He's like, fucking go kill that guy. He's like, oh, I could never. <laughs> it's like video That's, games and movies are useless. He literally said, I could never kill anybody. That's against God. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he's a woman now. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's wow, that's a plane's all the crime. Yeah, I guess so. But really, someone that's going to stick to morality that closely, should, like they would get nothing out of any sort of video game. No, you need to be a hedonist. The whole point of a video game is to do shit you can't do in real life. That guy was, yeah. he could have gone outside and driven around to obey the law. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were only like 12. He couldn't have. Okay, well, I guess that he was breaking the law then. Did he ask if his character had his license? <laughs> he did not. No. Wow. Negligence. Negligence. You're going to jail. You're going to jail, motherfucker. Joe, I mean, Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah. Um, so, whoa, you got an overflowing corona there. Oh. Just like this city we live in, hey? Overflowing with Corona. Yeah. yeah. This city on overflowing Corona. Yeah. So, yeah, it would depend on how you define morality. Um, if you're a hedonist, pleasure is, is good. And I don't know what that the was more used for pleasure you take, the better. I don't think that's safe. Is it a jizz rag? No, man. I don't use it. Who used paper towel? To, I mean, I mean, I have. I've been known to use P, that's rough. PT yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, to I, don't. My I don't. I don't. <laughs> Oh, I just let it. I just let it lay where it lands, man. Yeah, lay it as it lays. You see your blankets. Yeah, Sam's sitting on a plethora of cum right now. 
explains why I always, when I come in here to wipe my jizzy dick on your blankets, it's yeah. already covered in uh, poop. Dude, uh, that. Is that why you guys buy that bidet in your toilet? What? To clean all the cum up? Yeah. If you, <laughs> yeah, if you put your pee hole right over it, it shoots right into your urethra. It's a clears penile it right enema. It's a good song title, Penal Enema. Oh, yeah. add that to your next uh, Ishmael's tip, tip no. album. <laughs> That'll be an instrumental song. <laughs> 15-minute-long ballad played on the kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, conscious. Can I keep looking at this fucking right. guy? Right. He's inspiring go. me. Like, every second I see his face, I'm Yeah, Sam needs this. I need to be more smug. He's dragging us through a philosophy lesson that we can barely bear attention. Yeah, every time I look at his face, I'm inspired <laughs> to kick someone lesser than me. Yeah. Which would uh, be immoral. You'd hate Descartes. That would be immoral. You would hate Descartes, Andrew. Um, if you scroll up, yeah, you can see like names of the different guys, like uh, this guy's what David Hume. And then we got Emmanuel Kant, his arch Alan Ramsey. Oh, and then Adam Smith. Yeah, Ooh, that's nice. the, my cousin's name is Adam Smith. Really? Yeah. Do you think they're the same guy? Probably. Yeah, Probably. Ah, so. oh, he looks like that. He guy. looks exactly the same. He looks like David Hume's man. I feel like the painter back then only knew one. Well, they were both. They were both Scottish. They're okay. both Scottish. They they were best friends. That's right? literally the same painting. He like, and David Hume that's were best the same friends. Thing. It says David Hume. Though. Yeah, David Hume and Adam Smith were like best buddies. Oh, there's Adam Smith. Right? Oh, and this is David Hume. That's Adam Smith. Yeah. It says right there. Yeah. Okay. We're getting a little confused over here. But they do still. But Adam Smith is always looking to the side. Yeah, they only that? do. He's like the opposite of me. He, he always like horribly burned face. He only likes on the, the profile. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah, he wrote a. It's like a that's the only. Adam Two Face. Even the statues from the side. Man. <laughs> David Hume, Adam Smith, and the friendship that shaped modern thought. Wow. The infidel and the professor. Now, that should have been our podcast yeah, get, name, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure they were just Ooh. not allowed to admit that they were gay together. <laughs> yeah, that happened a lot back then. They were both closet atheists. Really? Yeah, which, uh, which no, that's maybe adds to my theory. Worse than being gay back then. Afraid of being canceled for atheism, so he wouldn't. He, his influential work on miracles he left till after. Except then, back then, being canceled meant being shot in the street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was legit canceled. Yeah. Hashtag hangman. Oh, but uh, my career. <laughs> <laughs> what would you? What did you say about? Oh yeah, his miracle thing. Let's talk about that to Andrew because that was interesting. Okay, and then we can get back to consciousness. Yeah, get back to consciousness, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So on miracles, he sort of proved that um, you can't. You can't believe any religion based on the claims about the miracles within that religion. Atheist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he said, like, okay, so um, on the one hand, you've got religion, which claims that a miracle happened. On the other hand, you've got, like, all of your experience of the world and the laws of nature, and you know that things like that just don't happen. So on the one hand, you have 100% of all of your experience from your senses that miracles don't happen on the other hand you have this book that says a miracle happened yeah so he says a rational person proportions their belief to the evidence yeah so they weigh these two things oh. a new tattoo i'm getting by the way oh yeah <laughs> right across here right across your forehead <laughs> yeah soundcloud philosopher <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we're gonna be on soundcloud right? so, like, that makes sense. that's the that's the cheapest one yeah I pay like me and Josh pay like nineteen bucks a, 20 bucks a month. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. we should hype that podcast 
to the zero listeners we have. Well, right I'm now. assuming that most people here right now are listening, crossing over from my podcast. Probably. We're going to send a bunch to you when oh. you finally Ooh. release an episode. Oh, yeah. How many did you have in the tank before you released? Three. Three? Oh, what are we at right now? Actually, no. That's, like a that's a lie. That's a lie. Sorry. We had six. Six? Yes. Oh, okay. okay, we got that. Also, we're yeah, going to use, Andrew made us a little bit of cover art, and we think that we are just going to oh, tweak yeah. it a little bit. That's awesome. But then use that. And yeah, then, I just need uh, to get the even spaces and shit. I was just yeah. doing it quickly before I went to bed. Yeah. Uh, so, before this comes out, we got to do a, some sort of theme song. I think we should do that stupid, terrible uh, recorder, the recorder, the recorder version of Harry Potter. You hear that? I wonder if that's copyrighted on some level. Yeah, we could just get our own recorder and play it shittily. That's yeah, true, but this one's just so funny. If you play it different enough, then it's fine. Mm. See, I think if you just like take this and slow it down or speed it up, you can probably... Yeah, just... probably if I just speed it up or... Or is this one right okay. here? I think this should be the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Get people really, yeah, yeah. really hyped up for the podcast. This is perfect. <laughs> oh, I love it. And then at the very end, just have the Philosopher's Stone podcast. The Philosopher's Stone. <laughs> Stone. Anyways, back to consciousness. Oh, no, the miracle thing. Oh, yeah. So, wise man proportions their beliefs to the evidence. You have 100% of your experience. The only thing that could possibly... Compete with that would be if you had a 100% reliable witness tell you that the miracle occurred. But even if you could say that you had a 100% reliable witness, they would be up against 100% of your own experience. And so at best, it would be a tie. And so you can never believe. Uh, and the fact that there's no such thing as a 100% reliable yeah. witness, then there's no reason to believe. You lost yeah. me. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This, if you if you can't if you've never seen it or heard of anyone else yeah. seeing it, then it probably is not right to believe yeah. that it happened. Is essentially the gist yeah. of it. Which means that no major religion can prove its like authority based on its miracles. I don't know. I uh, had a few girlfriends. That's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to my previous example. <laughs> and I feel like you're going to tie in every philosopher. Every lesson back into your dating life. <laughs> hey, that's good. Though. It is. It's how you I learn. need to be yeah. dating to call it a dating life. That's <laughs> true. Dating deaths. Dating lack. Well, that just sounds suspicious. <laughs> Thanos wasn't he trying to date death? <laughs> oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you translate that here. Yeah. You got a little Thanos, Thanos going on. Are you saying I should just dye my beard purple and put some weird stripes in it? No, I'm saying you should kill every second person you meet. Oh. <laughs> I already want to do that anyway. That movie would be so much better if that's what Thanos did. Just killed every second person you met. That would, oh, man, that would be great. He did uh, it by hand. <laughs> Whoops, you're a pretty important character. But if you're the second one, I got it. See ya. All right, back to your lessons. Back today. to consciousness. All right. Um, so I forget where we were, but there's been a whole bunch of different theories of consciousness over the years. I figured we could just run through them. Um, first one is called Cartesian substance dualism. Holy shit. 
yet. Yeah. Now, this is a lot simpler. Is there, do we have to know what those words <laughs> mean? Oh, I'm going to test at the end of this? <laughs> yeah. We can't. That door is not unlocking until. Oh, my God. Pass test. Cartesian, 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 Cartesian. Cartesian. Right, I think I got it. That's only one part of the whole thing, I man. I forgot the rest. Cartesian substance dualism. Cartesian substance dualism. Cartesian Cartesian. See that ten times. Cartesian substance dualism. I'm not going to, but I got it. Now, what does Cartesian mean? All right, so the Cartesian refers to Rene Descartes. Ah, show me Rene Descartes. We need to see this. Can I see Rene Descartes' substance abuse or whatever we said earlier? Classic Frenchman. Classic Frenchman. Okay. Oh my oh god! This guy looked like he is in the Beatles. That guy looks awesome. <laughs> now that's a fucking philosopher. Yeah, dude. Look at that haircut. Oh, if a man this smart has that haircut, it's for a reason. <laughs> he looks kind of like Mr. Bean. What's with that one? That one. Oh. They did a dirty on that one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That one below is good. Uh, that's a man right there. Yeah. Um, Here's a good album cover. You won't like him. <laughs> yeah. You won't like him as much after you learn about his, his treatment of animals. Oh, um, no. That's a soft He does look yeah. like an animal diddler. Yeah. Yeah. So with respect to consciousness, he thought um, humans were conscious, but animals were not. He thought animals were unconscious automatons that could not feel pain or pleasure or any other sensory experience. Oh, fuck that's how guy. I feel about bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he uh, so he would do very cruel experiments to dogs to like examine their anatomy while they were still Ooh, alive. Now this guy, uh, fuck now, this guy. Now I hate his he haircut. He looks like a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck your haircut. Now he looks your haircut's <laughs> dumb as hell. Yeah. Um, so he, but he thought humans were conscious, and he. So he, the second part, right, substance dualism. So this means uh, Cartesian. The so substance means nice. Yeah. Cartesian substance tools. The substance means matter, and or some other substance, some other thing like matter. And the dualism means two. So there's two distinct substances. And the idea is that consciousness is one kind of substance, an immaterial substance. And the brain is a physical substance. And the two somehow together, and the conscious part is the immaterial substance, and it's sort of housed in the brain in the pineal gland. Really, he actually thinks it was in the pineal gland. Yeah, the pineal gland. Damn, this guy is like, was he listening to a lot of Joe Rogan? (laughs) (laughs) So he actually thought that. Why did he think it was the pineal gland? Um, That's a good question. It was, it had this like, uh, I don't know if anybody actually knows why he thought it was, because like, there's no reason for it. Did he read it in some like ancient, did he do some DMT maybe? No, he uh, can't do DMT and then start torturing dogs. I feel like no, he liked to just. He lived in an oven for a whole winter or something. Apparently, is that how his eyes got so fucked up? (laughs) What kind of oven? Like a like a like Like a pizza oven? Like a house? Yeah, like a wooden like a stone oven. Okay, obviously unlit. Yeah, not on fire. Okay, for a year. For like a winter, for a winter, because it was warm. Was it extreme? Because it was. That's not bad, dude. That's totally normal. I could do that. And yeah, you just like to like. He thought you could do philosophy. Just think. You just like sit around and think. Well, can't you? That's the best way to do philosophy. Not to read any other people's philosophy. Just just like comedy. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Don't watch anyone else's stand. Anyway, yeah, so... That I, might yeah, be the I best way if you're the fucking smartest ever living person. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I don't know exactly why he thought it was the pineal gland, but he thought it was the pineal gland. That might be the best way to philosophize if you're Stephen Hawking and no one wants to be around you because you're <laughs> weird. Just living it up. I have no friend. <laughs> Man, honestly, for his situation... He did the best thing he could possibly do with what, his life. Cheat on his wife? Yeah, man. No, he had a... <laughs> he knew he had it in him. He, his fetish, apparently, was for cross-eyed women. Or women with lazy eyes. That was like... Maybe because his eyes were a little wonky and that evil evened it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were the only ones that didn't look cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> the only person I could stand next to look better than. Man. Yeah. I can't believe he had cheated on his wife. Did he? Stephen what? Hawking. Oh, nurse. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Oh shit! And that robot seduction. Oh my god, that's what a crazy. Bastard. He should have been great. So grateful. You're a fine looking bitch. <laughs> uh, that is wild. That's a mystery of the universe. Mm. That might have been his greatest accomplishment. Should have made a documentary series <laughs> on that. How did he do it? Get Rene Descartes on that. Okay, so that's his point. He wants the he's the immaterial substance housed in the material substance. Yeah. How do they how does they communicate? That's the in the pineal gland. That was the place. Yeah, but where he didn't. Happened. That he just said there's a special gland and that's where the magic happens. Pretty and much. Didn't explain yeah, pretty the magic. Much, pretty much. Yeah. Well, okay, that's yeah. not really a theory. And yeah, it's also nobody can. Or okay, I won't say nobody, but like it's hard to explain how a substance of one kind could causally interact with a substance of another kind. Yeah. Like, if they can both interact together, then they're governed by the same laws, and so they're the same, one and the same thing. Yeah. yeah. He also has sex with dog hearts, or whatever you said earlier. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's material fucking material. With beating dogs. Pleasing the immaterial. Yeah. So, it, that I feel like that's not a very strong... Like you, it was pretty easily pointed out why that's not a good theory. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you pretty uh, much deconstructed that. Fuck that guy. Fuck so, that yeah, guy. It's a uh, dog heart fucker. I think there are still <laughs> dog heart fucker. But if Renee <laughs> Renee Descartes fucks dog hearts. <laughs> Renee dog heart fucker. Yeah, there you go. Fucking roasted. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's so right. So whatever, he's gone. There's still people who argue for it, but whatever. We don't talk about. We don't talk Those about people it. are what we on. call. Maroon fives, <laughs> even sixes. Exactly, maroon five at uh, I think he's at Princeton. Um, oh, is that that dog? I think Renee yeah. was torturing a dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that came in the mic last episode. There was a dog on your end just going at it. Oh, fuck that thing. Yeah, not in the heart. Oh, yeah. Calm down, yeah. Renee okay, Duncan. yeah, yeah. Calm Jesus down, Christ. Renee. Fuck that unconscious automaton. <laughs> <laughs> Unconscious automaton. That's a good track, too. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> Write it down. Tattoo. <laughs> All right. Ishmael's uh, track. Ishmael's tip milk. Best band. Love that. Um, Thanks, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next. The next. So basically, on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's something called the identity theory, which is the idea that consciousness and your brain are one-to-one identical in the same thing. Okay, so your brain is consciousness. It's the house that... It's the computer. It's the, everything that you can say about... So there's this idea of the identity principle, which is that if, if A and B are identical, then 
think it's like every true, oh man, I wrote it down. There's nothing you can say about A that is true about A and false about B. And there's nothing you can say about B that is true about B and false about A. Okay. That's a horrible way to explain it, but. Is that how they talk in philosophy classes a lot with this Sometimes. A and B bullshit? And they're, <laughs> they're bad at explaining how they talk about it. <laughs> So the brain, I think I get what you're saying, is that one consciousness and the brain are just essentially the same thing. One can't be said about one that can't be said about the other, right? Tell them I'm right. Tell me I'm right. Yeah, I'm almost, I think of The thing that I like about this is that the fact that there's two different theories on the brain that came from the brain. Yeah. Oh, the brain doesn't even understand its fucking self. No, not at all. Yeah. It's just like, what am I? What am, <laughs> what am I? I? Okay, I kind of, all right. Uh, if A is... If A is identical to B, then whatever is true about A is true about B. True that. I can't handle this thinking that we're doing. Yeah. Right. I think it that's was, the ghost. That was my of, jaw dropping. I swear to God, the ghost of Descartes is trying to stop this podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's got the dog barking. Now who knows what he's doing downstairs? Hopefully cutting his stupid hair off. <laughs> <laughs> the, that black and white one on the second row third, yeah he looks, that looks more smug than the last yeah. guy that guy looks like he's about to burst out laughing at he's something. got one eyebrow raised like it's he's putting yeah, on every look. single he's one on he's always got, always i like to see him and raised. hume give a smug he's off like, really? can you smell <laughs> what descartes is cooking <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can it smells a bit like a dog actually <laughs> That one's hilarious. He almost looks like uh, Wolverine. He looks a bit like oh, Phil Maynard, actually. Oh, in yeah. that one. Phil Maynard looks like every... What's okay. that? Oh, we got some outside noise, people. That's okay. It's all about... How long did he live? Oh, hello, Chelsea. There's a deer in your front yard. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a deer in our front yard. He likes to go in the backyard, too. Really? Did you have a name for it? Is it a boy? <laughs> Does it have horns? Does it have a deer? It looks like a doe or like a baby or something. Well, Go check on the chick. Okay. We'll name her Betsy. <laughs> That's okay. My lovely girlfriend, Chelsea, everyone. No one tell Descartes that there's a deer in the front yard. Oh, God. <laughs> Descartes. That automaton is malfunctioning. <laughs> the only way we know it's conscious is if I can put my dick in one of its organs. <laughs> Does it have a pineal gland? No. <laughs> can I fuck it? <laughs> it's not alive. <laughs> it's a cross-eyed deer, but I don't actually have one. Okay, that was one theory of consciousness. We, we I know two identity two. theory. Yeah. So the Red problem two. with identity theory, though, is that we uh, it should it seems like um, you should be able to imagine that things other than brains could be conscious. Identity like, theory is a serious crime. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here for a while. Probably, probably steep, steep in the bomb. That. that was good. Um, yeah. So, like, you want to imagine that things other than brains could be conscious, right? Like, you'd want to imagine that there could be like some alien that has like some, like some something other than a brain, like or like an AI, or an AI or something yeah. um, could be conscious, and yet then it would have to be like two totally different substance like not substances but two totally different organizations of matter could both be conscious yeah but if consciousness is like one-to-one -one identical with whatever it is and two different things can make it then there must be like similarities between 
those two things that are act or what's actually important to the consciousness. Right. So the brain isn't one to one. It's something else that the brain's made of is one to one. It's something that the brain does. Right. This is the next theory, the functionalist theory. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. The hey, this one. They keep like dis. I feel like they keep disproving themselves. Actually. Well, guess what? We're back to dualism. Isn't that what philosophy is? <laughs> I guess disproving so. yourselves. Yeah. We went from dualism to monism. Identity theory is monism. Oh, thank you. And now we're back to dualism. This is like, it's best summed up as like a hardware-software distinction. Okay. Your physical brain, your neurons are hardware, and your consciousness, your thinking is What comes on the screen, man. That's where the... Uh, Well, be careful. You're calling the noobs, brother. Be careful about that. (laughs) You can't say what's on the screen, right? Because if you define consciousness as like a screen playing in your head, then what's watching the screen? Ah, shit. And Someone how, asked that question in class. Yeah. Got me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, they call that the Cartesian theater because that's what Descartes imagined was going on. Uh, we're back to Cartesian substitute yeah. dualism. Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Did I get that right? <laughs> Substance Cartesian dualism. substitute dualism. Yes, yeah, you got it. Yes. Well done. Right. A, a plus. Gold stars. What? He gets a gold? I want a gold star. <laughs> nope. I said I said hypothesis earlier. That's at least worth a silver star. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, we're okay. way past that, man. Okay, you got a gold star. Yeah, silver. And we're all having a big popcorn party after the party. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> We've got enough good marbles in the party jar. <laughs> yeah, all right, so we're back to dualism. Back to dualism. We can get hardware, through this hardware software distinction. Okay, that one makes the most sense to me. Which one? But no, oh, you just prove it now. Fuck. Still a problem. This is thanks to uh, David Chalmers. Look up this guy's picture. Okay. David Chalmers. I keep expecting one of these guys to be like, you know. <laughs> in a re- went to high school, David Chalmers. David Chalmers? <laughs> we used to smoke weed. I used to smoke weed, weed with Jim. David Chalmers <laughs> after gym class. <laughs> oh, ah, see, God. I knew it. Finally, we're into Finally, real. Finally, someone who real looks fun. like he knows what he's talking about. I will say the hair on these guys gets worse as time goes on. Hey, there he is, looking clean cut. Yeah, yeah, was he in a movie or something? Look at this guy. This guy fucks on the first computer ever, and he's like, "Hey, this is like a brain, kind of." It kind of looks like if uh, a few of these. It looks like if <laughs> Tim Nutt never made it. <laughs> like there, Tim yeah. Nutt, if he started doing a lot, if he started of doing crack, drugs yeah. instead of instead of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, nice. Yeah, he's great. Um, he's Australian. So this uh, is our first modern time philosopher that we've talked about it on this podcast. Before it was all paintings of smug assholes. He's Australian. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't listen He's to this guy. <laughs> he loves uh, Australian mate. I don't, no, I don't trust him anymore. Uh, yeah, he's in like a punk tying band. back into the Crohn's dating life once again. Because <laughs> <laughs> because let me tell you something. Here's a video of David Chalmers singing the zombie. Oh, there's a, a big reason why he chose to sing the zombie. Okay, just get on with it. What is it? Tell me <laughs> so, why he's wrong. So okay, so David Chalmers comes along. He's like, "All right, mate, your problem with your theory." <laughs> <laughs> Puts down his fucking big old beer and his Bowie knife. His <laughs> and he says, "Um, and his Foster's, his Foster's exactly." And uh, he's like, uh, "So how is it that your material brain?" can give rise to qualitative... How is it that your unconscious physical matter of your brain can give rise to conscious experiences? Like, what is 
what's going on when you say give rise yeah. to? Like, what does that mean? At what How point does it cross over from physical matter yeah. to Like, I look at one neuron, neuro, one individual neuron. Is one individual neuron conscious? Are you like... But how come it seems like your conscious is one thing? How many neurons does it take to form a consciousness? This is a little joke. Well, form, right? Yeah, form, right? Well, this is the answer. Like, how many neurons get a neuron conscious? Yeah. So, conscious neuron? Yeah. So he says, like, how, like, like, what's going on here? And he says, you can't really, you can never solve this problem. You can never ex- give a satisfactory explanation of how it is that unconscious matter can give rise to conscious experience experiences don't you hate people that come in there destroy your one theory and don't offer a substitute they just say nah and then Wrong. They, no, he, he offers a substitute yeah nah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. yeah nah mate <laughs> okay so he does offer he, he, he offered well okay yeah i don't think he invented it but the one he's more of a proponent of Something called panpsychism. Oh, I'm all about that. Panpsychism. This is the belief that every single thing, particle of matter, any matter, no matter how small it is, is conscious. It's a fundamental property of matter, like elect- electromagnetism, like all these things. Just a fundamental property. All right, I got. A, I got a lot of objects to apologize to. Yeah. Most of them are in that drawer over there. Oh, no, no, you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. <laughs> One of them is in my ass right now. <laughs> yeah. Are you all right, little buddy? <laughs> so every particle has a piece that need, is needed to form consciousness? Yeah, like when they're arranged in a certain way, somehow. Um, if you get enough of them together, do you, you think If you get enough of them together in the right arrangement and they're like processing information, that gives rise to consciousness. It's called like the But would that not be a physical theory. property as well? Or is it like everything has that, what was the No, they're word? two distinct properties. Okay, so yeah. every particle also has a little bit of that, what did you call it before with the other one? Like material and immaterial. In, um, yeah, like consciousness is a fundamental property of matter. That sounds like a Bill Nye thing. <laughs> yeah. Inertia no, is he says, oh, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Bill, 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 I'm going to murder you. Bill, 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 stop. Stop. Anyways. I invited him to my birthday party when I was like grade one. Did he come? No. No, he came. No, he came. He's a pedophile. He came on the way. I don't remember the party at all. He showed up, made us Bill, yeah, he was He showed up, blasted on cocaine. He's like, oh shit, it's a children's party. Cocaine's a property of matter. You guys want to see an experiment? You guys want to see inertia in action? What do you think happens when I do this whole rail up my butt? Bill, <laughs> pack this in here. Come that on. voice of God thing in the background. It's like, oh, no, man. Bill. No, Bill. Don't. No, Bill. Bill. No, don't, don't put that cocaine in your asshole. Bill. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill, no. Stop, Bill. No, Bill. No, Bill. Make sure you're wearing your safety goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Puts cocaine and vinegar yeah. in his asshole and it erupts like the volcano. So is that the latest theory of consciousness? This, uh, what's the name? This one has the coolest name. Um, well, the, I cut it with the information processing <laughs> angle makes it the information or the integrated information theory of consciousness. Integrated information. Everything has the parts needed. There's 
there's some problems with the theory. Yeah. Um, so I'll of course go, there I'll is. Quickly, the fucking course there is. I'll quickly brush over those problems and then explain like the alternative. To okay. So the problems are like one thing's called the boundary problem. So this was a, a guy, what the fuck was his name? Henry James or something like that. Um, one of the James brothers, big philosopher, psychologist. Oh yeah. Stop tapping on the table. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, sound is property of matter or consciousness. Oh fuck, dude. This is the next week thing. Consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Oh, what the fuck was I just talking about? Oh, yeah, Henry James, right? So he's like, okay, suppose... The boundary problem. Right, so imagine, right, the boundary problem, right? So the idea is that every par particle is conscious. You put them all together in a certain way, they become one unified consciousness. Henry James says, well, okay, imagine if you had 10 men and you stood them side by side. It's not like they form one unified consciousness. Ugh, gay. <laughs> hey, they didn't say that which sides they were facing each other. <laughs> Maybe if they Ten were men, like yeah. that. In if like you insert them all into each other, they turn into like <laughs> What's the experiment again? <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. Just keep uh, going. Gina was gay shit. I can get you guys to do that. Uh, uh, we're just Now suck his cock. <laughs> I told you we're solving the boundary problem. <laughs> that is an awesome uh, philosophical porno. Philosophical <laughs> porn. That's the next. That's the next thing, man. People want their nut, their minds jerked off too. Not just. Ooh, yeah. Ultimately, I like it when Ultimately, my brain is comes. Yeah. Your dick isn't conscious. Uh, imagine having an epiphany and an orgasm at the same time. Eureka! <laughs> Isn't that what uh, post uh, post nut clarity is? So maybe. Yeah, I do have some great ideas. Like five seconds after an orgasm. Like, uh, have the toilet paper in my room. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> to the bidet. I do find... Uh... <laughs> Blast it out with the bidet. Uh, I gotta do another penile enema. <laughs> Blast it back in there. Can't waste any of my boys. <laughs> All right. Run us through. We're almost, we're almost out of time, Sam. All right, right, right. Summary. Okay, okay, okay. Seven minutes. Yeah. So... Boundary problem. Yeah. Um, not solved by lining 10 possible, dicks into the 10 not yeah. assholes and seeing if you all think the same thing. <laughs> Can you tell what I'm thinking? Well, you've definitely broken the boundaries, I guess. The guy at the back has to think, has to guess what color the guy at the front is thinking of. It's the whole experience. Oh, okay. <laughs> they link up with their through asshole and just play telephone. Yeah. It's telephone, telepathic telephone via dick. And anus. This is super gay. Yeah. The horse likes to eat hay? That's not what I said. Fucks it all up when the front guy is actually hey. gay. Hey. Um, yeah, so okay, so boundary problem. Possible solution is consciousness is a field, right? So fields could interact with each other. Okay. Across physical boundaries. Whatever, I've heard whatever. the term planes of consciousness. Oh, yeah. Like that. Uh, that could factor into uh, emergence. A plane which is, is basically a, a large field. So. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And, yeah. The plains of Africa. In consciousness. Mongolia. Seems big. I Mongolia. Yeah. Those yeah. are the steps, though. See, aren't they? I was actually steps. also thinking Mongolia. Yeah, I guess planes are steps. Yeah. Uh, Trains, planes, yeah. and Is it automobiles. The plane? Oh, it rains. <laughs> nice. That's good. <laughs> Came That's out good. last second that pulled it. You ever write a book on gardening? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So, alternative. 
called emergence. And this is the idea that, yeah, okay, so no individual neuron is conscious, but consciousness is a sort of a property that emerges, right? Like the idea, one way you could think of it is like waves. No individual H2O molecule is a wave, has the property of being a wave. But a lot of them together have the property of being a wave when they move in a certain way, in a certain pattern. Yeah, that's the most something's clicked with me since the beginning of this podcast. That makes sense. (laughs) Well, that's a good one to end on, I guess. I think it's the first one. I think, I think, I don't want to be controversial, but I don't think consciousness can be explained. Uh, I like that. I hate that. Because you tried real hard, and I I know you did your damnedest. Well, I don't know how you're gonna how you're gonna ever like prove it. But well, I mean, there's problems with that. That's kind of what I mean. Oh yeah. Well, you can try and explain it, but there's no proof that you're right. Mm. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah, not until they cut open a few more dogs, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Get them in their hearts, man. He was trying to uh, what, what was the, the, unboundary himself from the dog's yes. consciousness. <laughs> that is a disgusting theory. You know what? I'm going for the creation, substitute, duality. Not creation. What is it? Cr- cr- uh, Don't, Rene Descartes. Decarcerian. John Christianian. <laughs> Cor- coordinates. The coordinates. Creation. No. Coordinates Northeast system. of Substitute. X and Y. Z. What is Car- it? Cartation. 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 Substitute. Dualism. Cretaceous. Period. Dinosaurs. Ah. Those are cool. Were they conscious? Well. Good question. That is a good question. Yeah. Not according to Descartes. He thought they were autonomous. Fucking well, isn't autonomous. the pineal gland the lizard eye or something? Or uh, I don't know. Third eye or something? Oh, we have like a third eye. It's something. in the shape of an eye. Right there. Oh, it's right there. Sorry. The pineal yeah, gland yeah. kind of looks like an eye. And apparently it actually has a lens in it. Like a hard oh, lens. Oh, that's probably why he thought it was. Because he yeah. thought that's where the immaterial spirit sat and watched through the lens. Oh, man. That guy, theater. he should have read yeah. some fantasy novels. That dude yeah. was on some fucking good shit. Good shit. On DMT, him and Joe Rogan were smoking some. He, okay, lived, well, he lived in a cave and meditated, and that's where he came up with the I think therefore I am thing. Just by like He said that shit? That's yeah, that's Rene Descartes. I think another face tag coming in. That he thought that was the first axiom, the only thing you could know for certain. And from that you can build up other things. I'm sure yeah. a bunch of his buddies were like, actually no. But how does he know <laughs> that other things can't think? Well, he thought they didn't have the right brain. Well, God, sounds like a pretty uh, pretty shoddy philosopher, Kansas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was an asshole. <laughs> so far, I've learned almost every philosopher we've talked about. Yeah, it turns ended out they were kind of an liking. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Even Thomas Aquinas, the man who. Uh, Thomas Aquinas, I think you mean. Do you see the ass? It's very quaint. He's like, you should see my mind. It's very big. It's so pure. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that was a very special episode very of special. The Philosopher's Stoned. I don't know if you learned anything, but I sure did. Fuck a dog to feel to read its mind. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. To uh, become hey, one consciousness. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. We'll have... I don't know. Are you st- are you are you still in town next week? We might as well record one in, next in, Tuesday yeah. in person for next episode. You can get not one but two. Oh shit! You lucky oh, dogs. Shit. Maybe next week we'll have on our other roommate who doesn't think very well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I thought I was just kind of the dumb guy. <laughs> no, it's always been him, Andrew. Don't you worry. Oh no, he's gonna be the best. I'll just make up a good topic for next week. 
the flat earth one would have been great for him. Uh, we got to think of something along those lines. Conspiracy, like conspiracy maybe, or something. something like yeah, maybe not so heady this time. Uh, Consciousness is politics? as heady as it fucking gets. Uh, government control? Yeah. Is, Let's get him on something. Philosophize where his dad might be. Yeah. <laughs> his Eden? dad is very dead. Uh, yeah, but is there an afterlife? Yeah, there you go. We could talk about religion with him. Anyways, uh, thank you very much, everybody. Talk to you next week.